Hi there, thanks for tuning in to Make This Happen, where we discuss an idea we've been dying to see come alive. Every week, my friend, J.E., and myself, Alex Gonzalez, will bring you a product you never knew you needed. Now, let's get started with shapes. They're the fundamentals of our society. The arch, which we will not be using today. The triangle. The circle. I have a job that's client-facing, where I have to be on the phone a lot, and I get bored. And also the way my mind works is I can focus if I'm scribbling or doing something else. I want to come up with something that's more tactile with my hands, but that isn't squishy. Because what I've noticed also is squishy things get nasty. What do you mean by nasty, Alex? What I mean is if you have pets or even dust, the squishy things get all that dust on there. And then they don't not only get squishy and stay squishy, but then they also get sticky. And then once they get sticky, I'm out. I don't want a sticky, hairy thing and see then people are like well why don't you just use a fidget cube i can't have anything that's tactile that clicks because then if it's clicking for one while i'm listening that will distract the caller just so anyway about my um problem click 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 it doesn't work so i want something where there's going to be these triangle shapes or any other shapes that you can kind of mess with, move around, where you can be creative, make different shapes, possibly make art, while also kind of making puzzles. So it's gonna be some kind of hexagonal structure that I think can piece together, maybe magnetic, so it doesn't have to make any noise, unless you know you do it from far apart. And you can make new structures or do puzzles, and people can post online, and we can have a separate website where you can try to make those shapes yourself. What do you think, Jay? So what I'm getting is you want a fidget toy that acts as a, obviously a fidget toy and also something that you could use to build structures and stuff. Kind of like a fidget toy I was obsessed with in college called the Buckyball, where the Buckyball was a cube of I think it was 64 tiny little magnets that were balls and you could turn them into rows and start layering them into like little uh, six by six square sheets and then you could start layering them into a cube eventually and then you could also make like uh, uh, circles balls with them that are hollow inside you could do a lot of creative stuff with them but I think we could get into some interesting territory if we did make them like flat, tiny little triangles instead. I think they, those could mit, like connect in interesting ways. The only right. problem I see is the the polarity of the magnets. Like each side isn't going to always connect. There's always going to be hmm. one corner of that triangle that won't connect the way you want it to to uh, uh another triangle um let's throw away the magnetism and instead make it where each side has a way to connect with each other almost like lego mm. but maybe we have some inserts that can be put together and also um what you're talking about is a product that i like except if you lose one of those little balls of the like one of those little beads, it drives me insane. Because that now happened it's to me. Yeah, I lost uh, one buckyball and then eventually two buckyballs, and then it just became, this is useless. I, I have no use for this anymore. 
right. and so I threw it away. And those things are expensive, the buckyball magnet cubes. Um, Where I think with the triangles, you can still, or other shapes, triangles are just easy because they're the foundation of most shapes. You can have triangles, you can have diamonds, you can make trapezoids through triangles, you can make squares. So it's easier from there. You can still do puzzle shapes and you can still make interesting, cool shapes to display at your desk or whatever while also posting it up and then trying to make other people's shapes, which I think is cool. Or just mess around by yourself and see what you make. How about this? We'll have a series of these, and then the name of each product would be the name of the foundational shape. First one, triangle. You get, you buy the the box at uh, your local Barnes & Noble or the toy section from CVS, you know what I mean? You go to fucking mm -hmm. Big K and go to that sad-ass toy section and sell there. Or, you, uh, or you're in like, you're in like a line at like a Best Buy and they're in the little baskets by the cashiers, you know what I mean? Like, Or even a, you go on a field trip at school or you yeah. go to a local museum and they're yeah. for some reason $5 overcharged over there and you can pick them up at the gift shop. You, your local scholastic uh, book fair, you know? Um, all those random places you buy these stupid little toys for kids to get sucked into and just buy, be like, mom, I want this. Uh, but triangle you buy this box that's probably going to be like 50 bucks and then you open it up and it's this metal 3d pyramid right it's has four corners makes a pyramid uh i guess it would have to be a whatever uh that's what it's going to kind of look like and then if you look closely it's going to be all like small miniature triangles all like connected to each other to make this pyramid and they're not on hinges we will use magnetism but they're all physically connected to each other in some spots but you could pull it apart and like maneuver certain things so it, it's like all connected at the base at the bottom i think but like there are some parts that obviously can be taken off um I don't know exactly how it worked, but I think some parts are permanently stuck and some parts are free to like maneuver around and you could move it into whatever shape you could like invert the triangle pyramid from the top and it'll like stand on like four legs. You know what I mean? And then maybe you could like do some stuff in there. Uh, I don't know exactly how it would work, but it'll be something to that effect. And it, this was based off of an idea. Well, one, because I like to fidget and two, um, I had a geometry project in my freshman year of high school where we were given different triangles and we had to make a puzzle with those triangles. And they were you were given the outline of a shape and everyone had different shapes. And then you had to use mm, their, I know what their you're talking um, about. triangles yeah. to make it. And some people make, made like um, jets. Some people made, I mean, you can guess mine, I made a dog. Um, so it, it'd be really cool to see what happened there. And then eventually what you can do is if we were to implant this into our community, I would start making pixel sprites from back in the day. Mm. Because you just need a bunch of squares and triangles to get it going. So it'd be very easy to make a Link face, to make a Mario face as you're going through and, and plugging these in. We could even um, release different color packs if you wanted to do art this way. Okay, scrap my idea. New idea. You buy a starter pack, right? 
and similar deal uh you get the starter pack and then there's like going to be expansions think about it kind of like uh kind of like lego i guess but like the lego mario edition where you need the starter set but then you could start buying expansion packs for it right so the starter set what it is it comes with this kind of like a whiteboard right and the whiteboard you could you could hang it somewhere or just have it down on a desk, kind of like a puzzle. And then it'll be the that board itself is magnetized. And then you get a box full of tiny little magnet shape of whatever shape that you bought for that expansion. The starter might come with cubes or it could come with triangles, whatever we decide is the basic uh, shape. But they're going to be like flat metal sheets and then you put it onto this whiteboard and you use the whiteboard as a building base and then it mm -hmm. goes like up um and i don't know if this technology is possible but if there's a way to turn off the magnetism off the whiteboard like a little switch like maybe a little it runs electromagnet on. right yeah i guess so you would just turn put in like a this little flat batteries at the bottom like four of those yeah. and then like or turn like it on and triple a's we yeah, can eat so, the cost on that. I mean, we're charging them a lot of money for shapes. So I want this. I want this. Uh, I want the whiteboard to be kind of like thin, oh, though. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Okay. But th that's just so these metal sheets, when you're ready to clear the board, you don't have to like rip your fingers and like trying to peel yeah. these things off the mat. And you can just turn it off and then flip it upside down, and it will all slide right off. I like that idea. I would want to make it a little thicker because wouldn't it be cool if we added? um a light on there that changes different colors so you can have uh, a backlight to your creation yeah um maybe we could even have it because then if the shapes are different colors we can make them translucent different colors and then shine a white light so it kind of brings up the the colors more yeah i'm trying to think again i do not know if this is technically possible, but there may, this is going to be really expensive if we do this, but let's say we have that whiteboard made completely out of OLED, the, the top of it. Um, we could have it have a setting inside this OLED screen. There is haptic and touch sensitive technology think about like force press on an iphone or something right and when you lay down individual things on it like let's say you're doing it flat of course since it's magnetic you could like start stacking them on top of each other but let's say you made a flat image um because it's oled and has force sensing tech it should be able to know where individual shapes have been placed and then it can light up those certain areas because it's OLED. So it has pixels on like every single surface. So like. <laughs> but if we go, if we go OLED, now we're making something that this is exclusively for adults mostly. Oh, parents would never buy this for their kids. This is all of a sudden like a. This is like a cool techie toy. desk thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a really pricey, expensive desk toy. Um it's essentially, you know what it is? It's an adult version of, remember when in like the early 2000s, they had the, 
it was like a connect four looking thing that stood up and then you put little pegs in it and it lights oh, up. Oh, you're talking about light bright. And it it lights up those little pegs. I don't know what Yeah, that's, that's light called. bright. And then uh what I think we could do is we'd have to have like commercials and, and marketing where instead of like a bonsai tree, we make a triangular bonsai tree or like we'd have to make like things harkening back. So it'd be like a robot or different stuff of that nature in there. Do you think, so because it's magnetic, you can build up, but I think our general marketing would be make flat art pieces, kind of like as if this was a a refrigerator face. And there's nothing really stopping you from just putting these. Oh wait, no, because the, Shapes aren't magnetic. It's the board that's magnetic. Right. Um, and then maybe we could even just have cheaper options. So we'll have the fancy high-end OLED can sense individual pixels. And you could like press on each shape and it will change the color of the shape. So you press the shape once and it changes like white light. You press it again, turns yellow. Press, And then we'll have like an RGB like... Uh, scale of colors every time you touch it maybe we'll even have an app and then it'll be crazy again i don't know if this is possible in terms of tech but because it could sense where all the oleds are it'll be able to sense it on your phone on the app and so then you could just go in and then on your phone individually change all the colors and then it'll like go in real time to the board and change all the colors to how you did it on the phone so it's a little bit faster um and then we'll have like cheaper versions, one that's just magnetic and it doesn't have OLED, it doesn't have light up back, and that's just for building. If you just wanted to build stuff, didn't care about the lights and fancy stuff, you could buy that. And then the fancy yeah. OLED edition, you know. And that's where we can have the two different packs where one's translucent for the OLED and then the other ones are just solid colors. Yeah, just like a solid chrome, like just metal structures and stuff like that. Um, I like that. And yeah. We could also have it so you buy the squares expansion, you buy the triangle expansion, the hexagon expansion, and then they all work together. If you want, you can mix and match and start making different shapes. It doesn't have to all be one shape. Uh, And the OLED fancy edition with the Bluetooth and all that stuff can talk directly with your phone and all that. Um, Yeah, that sounds crazy. It it reminds me of a toy that I've always wanted to buy at Barnes & Noble that's similar to the Buckyball where it's a magnetic base and a bunch of paper clips or something. And it's like, you can mold it into whatever shape you want. Uh, it's kind of like that, but a upper scale of it. Right. And um, I think it would be something that would be really fun, especially if you're just at your desk or you're creating, but it's not, it doesn't use the same like brain processes that you would need for listening, speaking or anything like that. It's just something that mindless because some people's brains just happen to have to run at higher RPMs for some reason. The same way I can't really watch TV unless it's something really compelling without playing video games. Or uh, vice versa. If there's a game that's really boring, I need TV. So this would help me with that while also I think maybe encouraging kids to have fun with shapes and help with geometry. Agreed. Who could create this? Scholastic Arts, make this happen. Thanks for listening. If you have any suggestions or products you'd like to see talked about, feel free to write in at at poundgames at gmail.com. We 
have a Patreon. If you'd like to join that pound family, come find us at patreon.com slash we are not game devs. Patrons receive episodes two days early, meaning make this happen gets to your ears that much sooner. If you enjoyed our show, take a second to give us a review. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Store, and more. Catch you guys next Sunday with Jay's idea. We're finally doing it. We are doing Pokemon. Pokemon! Um, I'm excited for this one. I love Pokemon. I I thought I'd get burnt out by following a bunch of Twitter pages about Pokemon, diving into the TCG, playing on like my phone, and it just never happens. There's just dim- diminishing returns on uh, in terms of my money spent. So we dropped the TCG. I mean, they just released that Vaporeon, right? The Vaporeon Jolteon Flareon collection, yeah. But there's only so much cardboard. I've started to use them as bookmarks and stuff. So Mm. (laughs) I don't know. And then you can sell them back to a flea market at a fraction of the price. But I'm not a fan of gambling.